0: Right. BYU Baseball heads back to the diamond.
1: There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the backcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for
0: BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live Live coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Loop Doc, Reinhardt Oil, Chip Cookies, Sag Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton.
1: Good afternoon, live from High Corbett Field here in Tucson, Arizona, BYU and Arizona, in a big non-conference uh, baseball contest, non-conference game for both schools. Cougars uh, will take the rest of the week off at finals, and Arizona will... Uh, Take on the Cougars here in a non conference game. We had a chance to sit down with Coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago. Let's play those uh, comments for you right now. We're here with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, right before this uh, one game series down in Arizona, Coach. Uh, high Corbett Field, uh, a lot of games have been played here uh, minor league ball games, uh, University of Arizona's new home field. Uh, a nice ballpark and a great venue for you to, to uh, play a game against the Wildcats.
2: Not really is a lot of a lot of history a lot of tradition down here at this ballpark and uh you know it, it seems like whenever we show up at a field it's just it's still uh, 90 feet <laughs> 60 yeah. 60 feet six inches and so uh, my biggest thing is getting our guys prepared mentally and um you know i think we are it's it's been it's been up and down you know through the first 30 something games but um i feel like our team is ready to just kind of break out at any time and get on this 9 10 11 game winning streak and uh Hopefully tonight's a good start. This could catapult us if we if we get a win tonight.
1: Kind of a strange ending Saturday in Portland. Uh, uh, certainly looked like interference to me on the bases. Um, I'm not sure exactly what to say, but uh, a tough ending, tough way to end that series.
2: Well, there was yeah. I was. I'm still waiting to hear from the supervisor from the of the league uh, umpire supervisor. But clearly it was obstruction on that play. They let it. They let the play run, um, and then they the umpires make a determination if the base runner would have. Um, gotten to the next base without the, the obstruction. And, and, you know, I, I just feel like that was a no-brainer that he would have, and they wouldn't get together and talk about it, which was a little bit frustrating and nothing you can do um, except. And ho- hopefully there's some accountability and, uh, with, with the umpire and crew, and maybe they got it right. I don't know. But clearly we have video of it. They can, they can make a determination, and then we can get an answer for that. But, yeah, tough, tough way to, you know, the, the main thing is I keep re- reverting back to Schneeman needs to get the bunt down, and then we don't even have to worry about it. But he pops up the bunt. They throw behind, and that and that creates problems. If we just get the bunt down, we're not even talking about that. And so, it ultimately was on our shoulders to, that we didn't execute that play.
1: An Arizona team tonight, a good team, won ten of their last twelve, swinging it really well. Uh, ERA under under three is a team, so uh, really a hot team right now. Took two of three from USC in LA last week.
2: Well, they're they're twenty two and twelve or something like that, and their first dozen games they, they weren't playing well and they, they've lost 10 games um by by one run i mean they're in every game and, and the last 20 they've been playing really well so it's a dangerous team um you know we're, we, we feel like today we have all of our since we since we buy this week we have all of our pitchers ready to go and and hopefully jordan wood can come out and give us five strong maybe six strong see how that goes and and then go right to the the main guys in our pen and try to try to keep them close to us
1: like you said seven days off now with finals this weekend so it really does give you the opportunity to all hands on deck here tonight. Well, it's kind of nice because Jordan is
2: on four four full days rest. He he threw Thursday, and that's actually major league rest. You know, yeah. they they throw every fifth day in the in the major leagues, and so it's not unusual. We don't we're bringing him back on shorter rest than he's used to, but it's not short rest to where yesterday was usually his bullpen. Anyway, he'd throw uh, fifty pitches in the bullpen, and so. Just bump his bullpen back to the University of Arizona on the Pac-12 network national TV. <laughs> no big deal.
1: You know, usually uh, as the broadcaster, I mean, I've seen this team. I've seen these veteran guys. I've seen them put up numbers. And like you, I keep kind of waiting for that breakout. You know, 10, 8, 10, 12 games where you, where you really get rolling. And, and, you, and, you know, you're down to it right now. I mean, you've really got to get it going.
2: Well, yeah, There's it's now. And that we've talked about that as a team. And, and I've, I've honestly told them, and I'm truthful about this, that there hasn't been one team with the exception of Auburn that was more talented than us. Auburn, they were bigger, faster, stronger. They had better pitching staff. I mean, let's not, not try to kid ourselves. But every single other team, I felt like we were, were just as athletic, if not more athletic. We had better, We have better hitters one through nine. So I guess that reverts back to a coaching issue that we're not doing our jobs that way, but it's a veteran group of guys who you would expect with Mitch McIntyre mixed in and a couple of young guys, Drew Zimmerman, but for the most part, um, it's been kind of a couple of our key guys, Keaton Kringlin and, and Schneeman and, and B. Anderson for, the, for a little bit, just not being super consistent at the plate, and that, that kind of just creates a little bit of pressure. And um, we, we had our, a, a team meeting about, let's make it fun. You know, this is not this is college baseball. Let's make it fun. Don't, don't feel like... Uh, this is the end of the world. Every single at bat, and that's kind of what we're what we've been acting like a little bit. So hopefully they they've released some of that and just go out and have fun
1: tonight. And like you said, it's just the little things that have compounded. I mean, two or three little things in a game cost you a game. Ends up uh, over several games this year, and and uh, just the, the the execution, tighten it up.
2: Well, and I I look at even in the first inning of Saturday's game, we're up zero. We run a bunt through, double steal. Mitch is clearly safe at third base and he slides past the bag. I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that now we have a man on second base with one out instead of second and third with no outs. And so that, that, and then Noah hits a fly ball, which that costs us a run. And so, um, you know, we're pushing the envelope a little bit on the offensive side, being a little bit more aggressive because I think we have to with this team. Um, but the, you know, the positive is, man, Keaton had three good at bats Saturday after sitting Friday, um, Schneeman's, I had a talk with Schneeman earlier today, and I think he just, let's have fun. You know, the one at bat is not the end of the world. You have to have a short memory, and it's this is a long-haul thing. And Brock's still swinging it, Nate's swinging it, and uh, Mitch McIntyre's playing well. So it's just really uh, one or two pieces of the puzzle that need to plug in and, and get us rolling.
1: And uh, next week you've got Utah at home, then San Diego, then on for a nine-game road trip. Uh, what's your practice schedule going to be like this week? Well, well, we'll go
2: uh, Thursday, inner squad, where um, guys can just throw. We, we need to see live at bats. Then we'll give them the rest of the weekend off, come back Monday and practice. Um, Final start Friday. So we'll let them bear down on that. Thursday's a reading day. Um, you know, we've been gone so much that these guys need. Our, our practices are, are short this time of year, so guys can get in and out, get their work in, and then, and then get their school work done. And then we'll get back to it Monday and, and try to finish this, this thing strong.
1: Okay, Coach, well, I appreciate you coming in. Uh... We'll talk to you after the ball game. Good luck to you. Thanks, Brent.
2: What's up, BYU fans? This is second baseman, Brendan Anderson, and you're here listening on the NewSkin BYU Sports Network.
1: Back here in Tucson, high Corbett Field, Brent Norton along with uh, Tuckett Slade. Cougars come in 18-15, and 15. Arizona 22-12. Arguably, Arizona, one of the hottest teams in the nation. They've won 10 of their last 12. They've really been scoring a lot of runs and they've got the 10th best RBI or ERA in the nation, uh, Tuckett. So, again, a real challenge for this Cougar team.
3: Yeah, a real challenge. A team that's playing really hot, like you said, right now, scoring a lot of runs, pitching well, and a, a real confident team here at home.
1: Cougars, uh, Anderson will lead it off. He'll be followed by Schneeman at short. Sue at first base, bats third. Brock Hale will play in right field, he'll bat fourth. Nate Favaro will start at third base and he will bat fifth keaton kringlin will bat sixth and he'll play he'll be the dh tonight mitch mcintyre gets the start in left and bat seventh batting eighth is david flossen the catcher jared perns in center field will bat ninth and jordan wood the number usually number one starter he's working on four days rest so great job for wood they'd love to see him go 75 pitches or so and then he'll have a a week off, or, or more than a week off, really.
3: Yeah, about So nine a good days. opportunity
1: for the Cougars, really, to throw their best guy out there tonight.
3: Absolutely. Give your best guy out there with the chance to come into their house and, and come away with a victory.
1: Arizona comes in with Cesar Salazar behind the plate. Alfonso Rivas at first. Cameron Cannon is the second baseman. Jacob Bloss is at short. Nick Quintana is the third baseman. Donta Williams in left. Matt Frazier in center. Ryan Hogg in right field and on the hill is Juan Aguilera. Aguilera, impressive 4.0 or 4 wins, no losses, a 1.52 earned run average for Aguilera. And we are ready for baseball on a sunny, warm day here in Tucson. High Corbett Field. This ballpark's been around a long time. It used to be the A affiliate for the Indians, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies. And then now it's the uh, home field for the uh, Wildcats of Arizona. Brennan Anderson will lead it off. And the first pitch to Brennan's high and tight. Ball one. Aguilera wearing number 34, 197 pounds senior out of Sierra Vista, Arizona. Pitched at uh, Cochise College. Sierra Vista about halfway up to uh, Phoenix. And there's a swing and a miss by Anderson. And the count evens up at one ball, one strike. Brennan Anderson... A 294 hitter. Has uh, 22 RBIs on the air, scored 23 runs for the Cougars. Second baseman for BYU. There's a curveball by Aguilar, and that drops in for a strike. Yeah, good curveball right there. Game time temperature 77 degrees here in Tucson on just a beautiful evening. A little windy blowing from right field across to left. Anderson fouls this one down the first base side. Huge park, 366 down the left field line, 410 to to left center, 392 in straightaway center, and then 405 in right center. A little shorter porch in right field, but uh, prevailing wind here from right to left. That's why that left field uh, uh, wall's a little bit farther away than you would normally see. But you can hit one out of here without wind. Anderson pops it up down the first base side. First baseman Alfonso Rivas goes out and makes the catch for the out. So quickly, one man out for the Cougars, and that will bring to the plate uh, Daniel Sneeman, the shortstop. We talked about that weird ending that we had up in Portland on Saturday. Uh, I'll tell you, it was uh, still waiting to hear from the director of umpires in the league, but... Uh, To me, it was an obstruction call all the way that wasn't called and really took the Cougars right out of that inning.
3: Yeah, it really did. It was a crazy play the way to end it, and uh, definitely didn't go our way.
1: First pitch to Sneeman, a swing and a miss. Sneeman was up there with runners at first and second base. Nobody out. The Cougars were down by two. They wanted to bunt him up. Sneeman, the mistake of popping the ball up to the pitcher, and they tried to double the Cougar runner off at second base. He got back into the bag easily, safely. Sneeman trying to push one down the first baseline, misses it, and he's quickly down on the count on two.
3: A good idea by Sneeman with the first and second baseman playing really deep with him up.
1: The runner, Cougar Runner, got up and Paxton Larson tried to get up and move to third base, but the shortstop kind of put a block on him, not intentionally, but he was in his way. Pitches outside, and uh, normally that is obstruction. I mean, that's just an automatic call. You you breathe on a base runner running past them, and they'll, they'll make that call. Yeah, I agree. And, to you know, to put icing on the cake, the, the third-base umpire would not ask for help from his uh, other umpires on the field. Sneeman hammers this deep right center field. Right fielder coming over, makes the catch. Boy, great play out there by Ryan Hogg. Sneeman. Hit it hard. I thought that ball was going to the gap. Yeah, so did I. Hogg came over and made a good catch for out number two.
3: Good swing there by Schneeman. Nice to see him start to get uh, some swings going. You know, it's
1: one thing as an umpire to miss a call, but then to not, you know, Coach Littlewood said just ask your other umpires out there for a little bit of help, and he wouldn't do that. Normally, I mean, that's just automatic. So very unfortunate loss for the Cougars there as they had the tying runs on base with nobody out. First pitch to Brian Suze over for a strike.
3: So what the umpire, because the umpire actually called obstruction originally. He pointed to the, the runner saying obstruction, but he was calling a Class B obstruction, which means let the play play out, and if he thinks that there would have been a close play, he can make it a determination. And because Paxton, in my opinion, stood up and kind of didn't know what to do after he got tackled and then kind of jogged to third and got thrown out by five feet, that he said, well, hey, you would have been thrown out. you got to run hard. If Praxin would have maybe ran hard and been thrown out barely, then he could have said, okay, yeah, you have third base. That's kind of the way I got it out of it.
1: Well, it could be, but, you know, the problem there is Larson saw him make the call. exactly. So I think he's thinking, hey, you know, know, I've got third base. As Sue drowns back to the pitcher. Cougars retired in order here in the first inning. And we are through a half an inning. Cougars nothing, and the Arizona Wildcats coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the first inning here. Cougars were retired in order. Matt Frazier will lead it off. He's a center fielder out of Fresno, California, sophomore. He will bat from the left side against uh, Jordan Wood. Wood, two wins, three losses on the year, and the first pitch inside, four ball one. Wood, tough luck loss Thursday. Yeah, it really was. Up at Portland, really deserved a win. Well, I, I could say that about four or five times this year. Probably ought to be about five or six and two. Pitch is over for a strike, one and one. Frazier hitting 270 on the year. Pitch from Wood is down low. Umpires in today's ball game: Angel Campos behind the plate. Jake Ulenhop is the first base umpire. Jason Rogers at second. Jeff Macias at third base. 2-1 pitch ball hit right hard at Anderson. He backhands, comes up, and throws Frazier out. One man out, Cameron Cannon steps
3: in. You talked about Woods, bad luck. Man, he's had so many quality starts this year. I I can't recall one start that wasn't quality all year and just hasn't had the run production or some funky things that have happened or late leads being blown or whatnot. But he's been fantastic this year for the Cougs.
1: Well, ERA of 2.95 and only have uh, two wins. When you, when you looked at that, if you told me that after this many games, I'd tell you you'd probably have seven, eight wins with the type of offense the Cougars you know, thought they were going to be able to generate this year, and it just hasn't happened yet.
3: Yeah, it really hasn't. And you're starting to run out of games, so you've got to start getting it going.
1: Here's the 0-1 pitch fouled out of play. You just, it's like a sleeping giant out there. You keep thinking something's going to happen to get this thing turned around, but so far it just hasn't happened.
3: A lot of talented kids out there. They just got to find a way to
1: just get back to playing the way they know they can play. No balls, two strikes. Ground ball out to Sneeman. Big high hop. Daniels got it. Guns it to first base. Throws it in the dirt. And Brian Sue unable to dig it. Boy, that ball came way up on Sue about shoulder high. He did a good job to knock the ball down. Just couldn't keep it in the glove. And Sneeman. Normally, so reliable out there, commits the air. That's yeah, not like him to to underthrow Schneeman. He's got such a
3: strong arm. Just kind of overthrew it and it just kind of spiked down in the ground. And a tough play for Sue, who gave it a good effort, just couldn't hold on to it.
1: One man out, one man on, and Alfonso Rivas, the first baseman. Dangerous hitter, 348, average 33. RBI's on the year and the pitch is over for a strike. Rivas, a junior out of San Diego, big kid. He'll bat from the left side against uh, Jordan Wood. Interesting ballpark, the dimensions here. I don't know if I've ever seen it anything like it. The the alleys are deeper than center field. Pitch is outside for a ball.
3: Yeah, I, I've never seen it before. They won't tell you how short it is in right, so you really have no idea. <laughs> they what,
1: they what did the, <laughs> they've got the big numbers up when it's deep, but they don't they're not yeah. showing it in right, and then yeah. there's a big uh uh hitting cage down there, a hitting building, let's call it. The Terry K, uh, Francona hitting center. Right over the wall in right.
3: Yeah, we were able to hit in there this morning. It's a beautiful facility. Four batting cages, a couple of bullpen mounds on the other side. Great lighting for an indoor facility. That's the one thing you always struggle with is having good lighting on indoor facilities.
1: One ball, one strike, one out. There goes the no runner faked like he was going and held up and pitch was down low for ball
3: two. Yeah, Arizona on the scouting report, they like to fake still a lot. So there's going to be a lot of times where you think you're going, and they try to see if they can lull you to sleep that way to where they can catch you off guard. I think they're 18 of, like, 35 on the year in stolen bases, so they haven't been very successful. They will run, but uh, they're not. A, they're, they're a team with good speed. They just don't steal a ton of bases.
1: Pitch is over for a strike. The uh, Wildcats uh, beat number one Oregon State two of three here. The first week of April went to Grand Canyon Blew the uh, antelopes out sixteen to one, and came back here or went to LA last weekend and took two of three at USC. Won the first game fourteen to two. This team has really been on a roll offensively, and as we'd mentioned, uh, top ten team in earned run average in the nation. The ball's fouled out of play, and they've got Stanford here this weekend, so
3: that's a big one for them. Stanford, I think, is number two team in the country yeah. right now.
1: Cougars will play Stanford in a couple of weeks down in uh, Palo Alto in a Tuesday game. Cougars uh, will take the rest of the week off. Next Tuesday, they'll host Utah in Provo. And then they'll host uh, San Diego before going on the road for a couple of big series. That pitches inside at San Francisco and at St. Mary's.
3: Yeah, just missed inside
1: right there. That was a good pitch by Wood. Cougars with their six and 7-8 and eight mark really kind of uh, backs her to the wall in the conference. They've got to start winning a bunch of series here. They've got four left. Two at home, two on the road. And St. Mary's always a tough place to play. San Francisco number one in the league. That's a road series. And then San Diego and Pacific at home. There goes the runner, pitches up high, ball four. So an error and a walk. And the Wildcats with runners at first and second base, and Nick Quintana, the number four hitter in the lineup, will step in. Quintana, third baseman, out of Las Vegas, 5'10, 188, but great, great power seven home runs this year
3: yeah he really has a lot of power power to to really all fields but really likes to pull the ball for his home runs
1: and in this ballpark you pull the ball you can get it out yeah with that wind blowing although the wind has died a little bit here in the last half hour or so here's the pitch from wood and that's outside for a ball So the Cougars with three Tuesday games. Or actually uh, three, five Tuesday games this year against Pac-12 opponents. Two against Utah. One against Cal. One against Stanford. And then here tonight against Arizona. Trying to beef up their schedule to help their RPI out a little bit. That pitch is up high for ball two. And Jordan Wood right now battling with his command. You know, he really kind of battled. In Portland, didn't have his best stuff, but, boy, he got into the 6th, 7th inning, did a good job. Yeah, he really did. Just really just competed, and that's really all Coach asked from the
3: staff is go out there and compete and give us a chance to win, which he did.
1: Here's the 2-0. Popped up. Playable in the infield. Favaro coming over. Now Schneeman calls him off, and he'll make the play on an infield fly pop-up. So two men are out. The big out. Very right fortunate 2-0 count. And he gave him a pitch to hit. Cesar, Salazar. Salazar steps in. This Arizona team, the last time they played in Provo was two years ago in a Monday game. Salazar was a freshman then, and he was impressive. And he steps in there now with a 355 average, 22 RBIs. He's out of Hermosillo, Mexico. 5'9", pretty stocky, 184. Heady player. He loves to play the game. He'll step in from the left side. And the first pitch is down low, ball one. We're trying to work out of a, a jam here with a, an air and a walk in the inning. You watch film on Salazar, and he just kind
3: of gets the game, loves the back pick, blocks like crazy, just works hard, just really loves playing baseball.
1: the pitch and that's inside this Arizona team came into Provo two years ago they had lost three straight to Utah and Salt Lake the, during the weekend Utah not very good that year and Arizona looked like was heading south and they went on a tear they got into the College World Series sure did. that year they made the tournament also last year went down to Lubbock, Texas in the regional and got beat out ball hit pretty well Perns in center going way back, looking up. He's not going to get there. Ball's up against the wall. Arizona's going to score two runs on the double off the bat of Cesar Salazar.
3: Yeah, 2-0 count, got a fastball that he hammered. Uh, looks like uh, it bounced up and hit the top of the wall, so the Cougs actually lucked out there because oh. it hit above the red. It's a ground rule double. So because of it, uh, the run from first doesn't score. So lucked out there just that the two runs didn't score. It'll just be one on the ground rule double. Now the umpires are going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, there is a red wall that goes all the way around the ballpark where you say about 8 feet, maybe 10 feet up. Yeah. And that ball bounced off the grass and up over the red wall, which would make it a, a ground rule double and at least save the Cougars if they can get it out here. Now the umpires all getting together and... Trying to determine it is a double. And that will bring uh, Cody Deason to the plate. Deason is D.H. He's only had seven at-bats this year. Big kid, 6'3", 206 pounder, out of Ojai, California, wearing number 15. He is a junior. And has played uh, both his years here for the Wildcats as Deeson steps in.
3: Yeah, really got to find a way, if you're Wood here, to minimize that Aaron walk and try to find a way to get out of this
1: inning with just one run. With again gusting. and You know, that that, uh, ball that uh, Salazar hit got a little bit of boost from that wind, and that ball's up the middle off of Wood. He picks it up, throws the first in time. Boy, Jordan Woods saved himself a couple of runs right there. Hopefully he's okay if it came off the left ankle. But he went over, picked the ball up, and threw him out. That'll do it for the Wildcats in the inning. They got one run. They got that one run on just one hit. There was an error. Two runners left. We're through one complete. Arizona one, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: Rock Hale will lead it off for the Cougars. 1 0 Arizona leading BYU here early. Hale's first time up, 354 average. Seven home runs, 24 RBIs, leads the Cougars in just about every offensive category. Hale's had a tremendous year as a senior. He is out of Mesa, Arizona. About 80 miles from here.
3: He has had a great year, but if you were to ask him, he would feel like he has he's had a bad year just because of, you know, leaving a few guys on base and some bad luck that he's had in Hawaii, he still yeah. is upset about.
1: <laughs> Here's the 0-2 to Hale. That's outside. A ball and two strikes as Juan Aguilera retired the side in the first. And Hale stepping in with Favero and Kringland do up next. Aguilera's pitch. Hale right off the end of the bat. Picked up by the first baseman, and he tags Hale out for out number one. Yeah, that
3: ball was going foul, and it kind of rolled back with the little English that it put on it because he had capped it off the end.
4: One man out came
1: back in with some kind of off-speed pitch, and Hale just couldn't hold back. Pevero steps in. Nate, uh, 252 hitter. 18 RBIs on the year for Nate. He scored 21 runs. Playing his finer, final year for the Cougars, and the first pitch is up high ball one. So, this ballpark has gone through uh, several different owners. Yes, it has. I'm sure owned by the city for a number of years. And then you had the Indians. This was their head. Uh, their spring training Spring field. training facility for years, probably decades. Yeah. And, and then the D-Bags came in, took it over, and then the Rockies. And now the University of Arizona has bought this uh, ballpark. It seats 11,500. So it's a big ballpark. That ball, foul ball right off the catcher's mask, Salazar and he's back there trying to kind of
3: and the cool thing we were talking about this field is because it's an old spring training site they've got the other fields behind right field that are you know the, the the minor league fields during spring training and so Arizona owns two of the of the four, four or six fields that are over there that they can use for for practices having pitchers go over there and work on pickoffs and all that stuff to really utilize the space which is nice to have
1: Here's the pitch to Favero curve ball over for a strike.
3: That's more like a 12-6 curveball.
1: Yeah. Big overhand Uncle Charlie they used to call it. Yeah,
3: haven't seen a ton of those this no. year. We've seen more sliders and changeups than we have curveballs.
1: Big top to bottom curveball. And there's a fastball inside for ball three. The barrel batting from the left side. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Little looper right fielder. Got to come hard. And he's going to get there and make the catch. Ryan Hoggs made a couple of good plays out there in right. Yeah, had to come a long way right there. Sound like that was off the end of the bat yep. again. That'll bring Kringlin up. Uh, Keaton three hits in Saturday's game in Portland. Got his average up over 300 now at 304 as he steps in. This is one of those kids you'd like to see get hot.
3: Yeah, you really would.
1: Juan Aguilera has not given up a hit so far, and Kringlin hits this ball right fielder coming down the line. Long run. He's there, makes the catch, and the Cougars again retired in order here. And the second. We're through an inning and a half. Wildcats one, Cougars nothing on your new scan BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the second. Arizona leading this one, one 0 Well, oh, Jordan Woods out there got a one hopper off that right ankle. That's his push foot, but appears to be okay as he returns to the mound.
3: Yeah, I'd be curious to see if his velo drops it all if he can push yeah. off and all.
1: First pitch is over for a strike.
3: And sometimes that actually locks you in because you you're you thinking about that hurts a little bit so you don't think about pitching and you just start to really get going.
1: Ryan Hogg, right fielder, has made a couple of good plays out there defensively In Owen won the count. Senior out of Ronert Park, California. That pitch is outside and one, the count. Beautiful scoreboard to have here, huh? That two forty one average. That'd look good. That would look really good in Pro Bowl. Yes, it would. Here's the 1-1, one, one, a swing and a miss, 1-2. and two. Donta Williams is due up next, and then uh, Jacob Bloss. Hogg, a senior, Williams a freshman, and Bloss a freshman. As the Wildcats hosting the Cougars here in Tucson tonight. Cougars will return home tomorrow, and then... Uh, have an inner squad on Thursday. Get ready for finals. that starts Saturday before playing four games in Provo next week. Utah and then the Toreros of San Diego. Pitch a little bit outside three and two.
3: Yeah, a lot of big games ahead for the Cougs to finish the season.
1: They go on a road for a nine-game road trip before returning home to take on uh, Pacific Strike three called. First strikeout of the ball game by either pitcher. One man out, and Donta Williams comes up. Ogden like that call at all. Donta Williams, freshman out of Las Vegas, 214 average as he will come to the plate. Williams uh, Legacy High School down in Vegas. That's one high school I haven't heard of. And the first pitch is over for a strike. Williams batting from the left side. Playing in left field for the Wildcats. And there's a fastball inside corner for a strike.
3: Good spot right there. It's a tough tough pitch for for a lefty to get to right there.
1: You know, it's funny when you see some of the balls, especially Salazar's hit to center, when you compare that to what the Cougars had last week in Portland with with that wind blowing in, that heavy, dense, damp air. Balls just weren't going anywhere in that ballpark. Yeah, it's uh,
3: definitely a home field advantage in Portland for Portland that's used to that.
1: Here's the pitch. Strike three called. Williams goes down on strikes.
3: I mean, Mitch McIntyre hit a ball to right center that's probably oh. out in a lot of parks. That was like didn't even get to the warning track. It was frustrating. That Plus, how many balls did we hit the left off the wall that were hammered that probably are midway up our scoreboard at our field?
1: And Mitch, that was an, that was Saturday late in that ball game. That yeah. was a critical. That tied bat. the game. Yep. Well, you got to play where you where yes, you, you play. Yes, you do. That ball's hammered to. Center field, base hit. Two-out single by Jacob Bloss. And that will bring uh, Matt Frazier to the plate. Frazier hit it hard, but grounded out to Anderson at second base his first time up there. Wind really picking up here in the ballpark.
3: Yeah, I thought it was going to die down yeah. later the night. Usually at nighttime it dies down, but... Those flags are really blowing.
1: Sun goes down and uh, are starting to go down, and it's really starting to blow harder. See a few jackets coming out in the ballpark. About to put mine on. Cougars eighteen wins, fifteen losses on the year. Arizona tremendous home field advantage here. Sixteen wins, only two losses.
3: Pretty impressive.
1: Another throw to first, and again, the runner back in safely. They lost to uh, Oregon State here. Their other loss at home was to Washington State. Both the losses were by one run. It would
3: be nice to have a field like this and a climate like this that you can play a lot of your preseason games at home.
1: I think they're playing 30 of their 56 here. That's nice. Swing and a miss, good off speed. No balls and a strike.
3: Yeah, really good change up there by Woody.
1: First time since 2003 the Cougars have been to Tucson. Back in the old WAC conference days when they came down about every year. It wasn't in this ballpark. It was over on a park on the campus of Arizona.
3: I think they hadn't gotten to this park until 2012, if I recall.
1: That park's now a parking lot yeah, over on the campus. It is. I'm sure some of those old Arizona players come back and wonder what happened. Yeah, where's <laughs> my field? I hit a, I hit a ball over. I think yeah. about right here. Yeah. Another good curve ball swung on and missed. And the count now no balls and two strikes to Frazier. Older facility,
3: but a really nice facility here.
1: Yeah, you can tell it's one of the older, yeah. kind of the old grandstand. Not a lot of the the uh, seats are covered. Of course, in the desert, you don't need them covered. There's a runners going down. He's going to get thrown out by 10 feet. Good play by Clausen. Kind of a little bit of a delayed steal yeah, there And Clausen. Was. Threw him out by a mile. That'll do it for the Wildcats in the inning. Air retired on no runs on one hit. We're through two. Wildcats one, Cougars nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network.
5: Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Mitch McIntyre steps in, freshman out of Tooele, Utah. First pitch, funny, their radio guy came, up, came over and said, now uh, I, I got the names, but is it Toole, Utah? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I said, no, Toole. He goes, oh, let me write that down. Tooley,
3: he thought it was called. Yeah, Tooley. Heard that a ton growing up. Here's the one. Op- oh, that oh. hit
1: I got him on Ow. the hand, I think.
3: I think it got him on the Maybe Evo shield on, on the oh, elbow. Yeah. him on yeah. the
1: elbow? Okay, that's good. That's what it's there for, you right? You could hear a little crack, and yeah. I, I was he kind of shook his wrist. I thought maybe it caught him on the wrist. So McIntyre is the first Cougar base runner. And that will bring to the plate uh, Tlaussen. David, the catcher, sophomore catcher, Dana Point, California.
3: Mitch has played really well, especially coming in last week, playing twice, getting some big hits. Gotta yes, keep. he uh, he has played well. Kid with a lot of quick twitch muscles that if he can get really figured out, he's going to be a good one.
1: Quick throw to first base, and McIntyre back in. Mitch, uh, you're going to see him steal a lot of bases in his Cougar career. You know, as a, as a freshman, he hasn't even uh, – well, he's got one, one steal in two attempts, but with his speed, once he kind of gets a, a feel for the game a little bit as far as uh, base running – I think he'll be a a dynamic base stealer. Yeah, I I agree with that. Clausen steps in, and the first pitch to David is a curveball. that drops in for a strike.
3: Interesting double play depth that they're playing here. They actually have the second baseman playing more pull side and the shortstop playing up the middle, which for a double play, if you were to hit it to the right of the shortstop, it's going to be hard for the second baseman to get there for a double
1: play. Well, the interesting thing is the second baseman is playing a little shallower yeah, than the shortstop. He is. Normally, you think it be just the opposite. Normally, you think the second baseman be out on the grass and the shortstop would yeah. be in a little, but they've got it uh, turned around what we would normally not see. You know, this ballpark, the lights are incredibly low. Yeah, they are. The light standards, not very tall at all in this park, which uh, makes it kind of interesting. A little tougher. To pick the baseball up, and uh, definitely uh, fly balls will get up and over the top of those lights. Pitches outside for a ball.
3: They say there in the notes when this field was built.
1: It does not say, it's, but it's it's. I mean, it's got to be you at look least at the, thirty years old, maybe forty years old. That's what I was thinking. And they've they've added. You can see they've added on. Yeah, you know things.
4: Added uh, those bleachers it, out there. The but, fence is newer. You know,
1: just the steel superstructure yeah. over. The seats behind home plate, I mean, look like they're, you know, something built out of the 60s or 70s as Clausen fouls the pitch off.
3: I like the the way they have the tall wall. You know, it's kind of a little bit of character, but the thing I like about it is uh, great batter's eye for the hitters. No
1: doubt. That center field wall,
3: just dark blue, able to pick that ball up good. Can you imagine if there wasn't the red line there? It'd be impossible yeah. to leave this park.
1: One ball, two strikes to Clawson. Here's Aguilera from the stretch and the pitch. Clawson takes that one. Inside corner fastball for strike three. No, it doesn't look like a lot of velocity out there. What? 88-90. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. didn't look like 90, but uh, Clawson took it. And he goes down on strikes, and that will bring Perns to the plate. I know there's talk at the Cougars' field, the the BYU baseball logo out in center field being Yeah, I think they're going to take it off. off.
3: I think they are, yeah.
1: You know what? And I've wondered that the entire year because it just seems like that really could interfere as we talk with them. The batters, I'm not sure if they're going to do that before the Cougars come home, but... I think that's a good move i think they can find another place for that logo well where it
3: comes where it makes it difficult is if you have a sidearm pitcher they get real low it's right there in there or if it's a smaller five foot seven five foot eight pitcher their arm slot comes out of there and, and that white comes but on a six foot and above guy when we when we practiced with it it was okay but anything that goes side or below it makes it really difficult to see
1: Here's the, oh, no, quick throw to first base. Well, then you need to start recruiting guys that are yeah, under six exactly. feet. And become the sidearm. Exactly. But, you know, even, I mean, we've seen things this year where catchers have had a hard time picking a yeah, baseball up. We have, we've yeah. We've seen umpires hitting a mask. Yeah. Things that you would never see in the collegiate game. That pitch is down low for a ball. I know Coach Littlewood said when they were putting it out there, they felt like it was low enough that it wouldn't have an impact. But you compare with most ballparks, and I'll tell you, that is a sacred part of the ballpark. They don't do anything out there but just dark blue or dark green.
3: It looks nice, but
1: not very good for the hitters. Now, if you're a pitcher, it's a different story. Absolutely. you're, You're cheering for them to keep it up.
3: You know, you're talking about Mitch and his base running. The key for him is just getting confident in the right lead. You know, he normally takes a real shallow lead. A guy with speed, you figure, you know, he should be out by that cut right now.
1: And he's really shallow. 1 1 the count. Perns fouls one down the left field line and out of play. It kind of rem- reminds me of Jacob Hanneman when he was with the Cougars. Yeah. You know, he never had to get a big lead. He didn't. He had such unbelievable speed that he could he could run it. You know he could he could beat the baseball to the bag at second base. Now he's changed. He's, but uh, you know a lot of that comes with experience. But in high school, you can just kind of overpower a catcher and an arm. Here's the one two, ball hit down the right field line. Right fielder going over fair territory makes the play for the out. Ryan Hogg again went a long way to make the catch, and now uh, Brendan Anderson will step in. Cougar's still without a base hit in the ballgame. They've been through the lineup once, and that will bring Anderson up. Brennan uh, popped up to the first baseman. His first time at the plate. is Juan Aguilera. Big kid working from the stretch. Here's the pitch, and that's up high for ball one. Aguilera, this is his 12th appearance, his fourth start of the year. He's only thrown 23 innings, so he's averaging, you know, about two innings an appearance. He's given up a hit an inning. Does have 22 strikeouts. Pitches down low. There goes the runner and McIntyre. Oh, oh wow. He beat that. Base. He beat that. It looked like he beat it. Coach Littlewood down in the third base coaching box. Can't believe the call. Jason Rogers, the second base umpire, made the play. And the Cougars out in the inning here. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We're through two and a half. 1-0 Arizona leading BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Arizona leading the Cougars 1 to nothing. Matt Frazier will lead it off. Grounded out to Anderson, his first time up. Two and all the count now on Frazier.
3: Well, he's glad that uh, his guy got thrown out last inning because he was down 0 2 and swung through some pitches. Now he's up 2 0.
1: Here's the pitch, and that is over for a strike. Now Bloss was thrown out trying to steal second base by Clausen to end the inning. Arizona with two hits in the ball game. That ball's fouled off, 2-2. Two and two. Cougars are hitless through three. They have a uh, turf... Infield, about starting from the dugout around to the other dugout. And then quite a shelf uh, where the natural grass takes over. Kind of an interesting look. Ball popped down the third baseline. Favero going after it, and it'll uh, land up in the seats. That's smart because the,
3: the trouble areas, as you can see in the turf, Right around home plate is always the worst to keep the dirt. It always migrates away. And with batting practice, kids walking all around there all the time and just always is tore up. And that way you can keep it looking a little nicer than the normal grass.
1: 2-2 pitch. Just a little bit outside for ball three. Claussen was about to throw that around the horn. He thought that was strike three. I think it looks a little odd about it, just the shelf. I mean, it's such a difference in height. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Between the two. It's almost like you could trip if you're going after a pop-up. 3-2 pitch, a ball again, hit to Anderson. He's got it, and will throw Frazier out for out number one. That'll bring up Cameron Cannon. Cannon was on by a way of an error, throwing error by Daniel Sneeman. Neiman, uh, outstanding defensive shortstop for BYU. Doesn't make a whole lot of errors. And no,
3: he doesn't. First pitch is over for a strike. But it's baseball, and they happen.
1: Especially at the shortstop position. Yeah. Lots, lots, lot of of the, lots of plays there. That ball hit in the hole. and goes over, grabs it. Throws the first. That'll be an infield single for Cameron Cannon. Good job by Steeman to even get his glove on that baseball.
3: Yeah, that's the stuff he can do that there's not a lot of people in the country can think about doing.
1: Steeman has committed four errors now. Has 110 assists on the year. And that will bring up Alfonso Rivas, 348 hitter. Rivas steps in, first pitch. Just a little bit inside, ball one. Yeah, we're so off-centered here, it's hard to
3: tell, you know, yeah. the pitch location.
1: We're so far away from the field, it's really hard to hear the bat crack of the bat or the yeah, mid-pop yeah. on the pitches. And here is the 1-0 pitch. That's down low. And the count 2-0 to Revis with one man out here in the top of the third inning. Wildcats with a one-run lead over BYU. Our next broadcast will be a week from tonight from Provo as Utah comes into Larry Miller 6 o'clock contest. There's a line drive, base hit down the left field line, into the corner. Here comes Cannon. They're going to try to score him, and he will score. McIntyre missed the cutoff, man.
3: Yeah, with Schneeman's arm, if he gets it to Schneeman, they were very aggressive sending him. Schneeman has a really good shot to throw him out at the plate, but he threw it so far wide that gave us no chance.
1: Cameron scores all the way from first base on the double by Rebos. His 34th RBI of the year. Arizona now 2-0. And Nick Quintana will step in. He popped up to Sneeman his first time at the plate. Fourth hit for the Wildcats. And here's the first pitch from Jordan Wood, and that's outside ball one. Wood now 48 pitches as we play the bottom of the third. And, of course, the Cougar, the complete bullpen is available tonight. They don't play for another seven days and haven't played since Saturday, so I think everybody is available. Yep. Here's the one ball pitch, ball hit out into the hole. Schneeman's got it. Long throw, bounces it. Over to Sue, who gloves it on one hop for the out.
3: Good play there by Steeman and Sue.
1: Now there's a way of bouncing the ball over there that's an advantage. Yeah. If you bounce it far enough ahead of Sue, it's like picking up a ground ball for him. But if you bounce it two or three feet in front of him, it's... It's a little tougher play. That that ball landed about 30 feet in front of Sue, and a good job by Steeman. I think he did that. He was so deep in the hole, that was probably the only way to yeah, get, get, get the ball there. I agree. Two men out. Quintana steps in, or uh, Salazar steps in. He doubled his last time up, and the first pitch is over for a call strike one. Salazar really one of the highly uh, sought-after juniors on this team. Hermosillo, Mexico, he's a catcher, fantastic defender, and hitting 355 on the year. This kid's having quite a year. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That ball's hit right at Sue. He's got it. He'll take it to the bag for the out, and that will do it for the Wildcats. And the he did get one run on two hits, no errors, one man left. We are through three complete now, Arizona 2. BYU Nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Go
1: to the top of the fourth inning. Brennan Anderson will step in. Cougars looking for their first base hit. Big slow curveball by... Aguilara drops in for a strike. Brennan popped up his first time up. Another curve ball. This one a little bit low. Brennan hitting 294 on the air as he came into the ball game. And Aguilera's pitch. There's a base hit. Shortstop gloves it. Un- unable to make the throw, though. Even if he could have made it, he wouldn't have got the speedy Anderson. So the Cougars are the base hit in the fourth.
3: Yeah, I'd have been shocked if he could have thrown him out there. Hit on the board.
1: One man out. Or uh, nobody out. And uh, Schneeman comes up. Daniel hit a hard. First time up, hit it to deep right center field. You know the Cougars are scuffling a little bit. It'll, it'll be interesting to see after this game if uh, you know seven game, seven days off. If that's going to help or, or, or hurt, make it, or you or never make it know. worse.
3: Yeah, you really never know
1: the makeup of the team. You know, every year a little bit different. Pitch is over for a strike. You know, you look back at last year's team, and what an incredible run they put together. And, you know, Bronson Larson behind the plate, such an incredible leader, as was Tanner Chauncey. Yeah, played the at first base. The, the
3: leadership on that team was phenomenal. You know, just guys that really just did anything they possibly could to win. And, and, and fantastic clubhouse guys that uh, really made that run fun.
1: Here's the 0-1 to Daniel, and it's down low.
3: I mean, you look at Tanner Chauncey's the way his season started. The first 25 games, he was batting low 200s, yeah. and every day he said, "Don't worry, guys, I'm going to bat 330. I'm going to bat 330. Just it'll happen. That's what I do." And sure enough, at the end of the okay. year, it was 315, 320, like right where he's normally at, with some big hits. And then Bronson has a career year with like 16 home runs, yeah, 60 Bronson RBIs. Was, yeah, he was phenomenal. Yeah, you just. It's hard to replace that. Then you've got a guy like Shaver that gets drafted who had 13 home runs and batted 280 with uh, another 40 RBI. So a lot of guys to, to uh, replace but a lot of great talent back. Yeah. That's why there's such high expectations coming into the year.
1: A lot of guys back that put up just the same kind of yeah. numbers, you yeah. know, just big-time numbers. And uh, To this point, it just uh, quite hasn't meshed for this team. But uh, still a lot of games to go.
3: Yeah, season's not over. Still got a chance to make the tournament and and make a run. You just really have to get things going in the right direction.
1: One ball, two strikes. And Aguilera's pitch to Sneeman is down low. You know, Coach Littlewood said, I just keep waiting for us to break out. Yeah. Win 8 of 10 or 10 of 12. And uh, up to this point, it just hasn't quite happened.
3: And it's not like we haven't had a chance. I mean, really, there's only one game all year that we got blown out. That was in that Auburn uh, doubleheader day. Besides that, we've had a chance in every game and just uh, haven't found that way to to get a win.
1: 2-2 pitch. Sneeman fouls this one down the third baseline. Coach Littlewood down in the uh, third base coaching box. His sixth year here at BYU. Trent Pratt now over on the first base side. Brent Herring in the dugout along with Jeremy Thomas. Tuckett Slate up here with me. Brent uh, going to spend the rest of the week here in the up in the Phoenix metro area yep. looking at players.
3: Yep. It never ends. Left fielder's playing real shallow.
1: 2-2 pitch just off the plate, 3-2. Now left fielder way shallow.
3: Well, scouting reports are interesting. It's interesting to see teams like to do that with two strikes. They like to shallow the opposite side. Most guys aren't going to be a power swing with two strikes. And they want to take away that flare to the other way. It's nice when you can catch them in that and, and hit something over their head. Throw to first, Anderson back in safely. Kind of like how McIntyre caught Portland doing that in last series. They shallowed up four or five steps, and he hit a ball just out of the reach because of it. wonder if Coach will send Brennan here.
1: Three and two. Aguilera. Pitch is hit out toward the second baseman. Could be two, on to second for one, They return to first. Four, six, three, double play. Two men out, and that will bring up uh, Brian Sue. Well, Coach Littlewood decided not to send him, and now he's down there wishing he had to. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unfortunate this year.
3: Well, He's struck out quite a bit this year, so yeah. it's kind of a tough situation to send the guy there.
1: First pitch to Sue drops in for a strike. Here's the 0-1 to Sue. Way high. I don't know if that went in front of him or behind yeah. him, but it was up about chin high. I think it was... Just inside. Certainly straightened him right up. Yes, it did. One ball, one strike, two outs, top of the fourth. Arizona leading two to nothing. And Sue pops this one up. Shallow left field. Left fielder never saw it. Shortstop can't find it. And that ball is going to land in foul territory.
3: Could have been a, a easy double there if it was in fair territory.
1: Wynn just blew that thing fair, but the left fielder never saw the ball. Shortstop saw it for about five steps, and he lost it. And we couldn't see it because of this uh, big steel overhang here at the press box. I thought it was going to land in fair territory.
3: Yeah, so did I, especially because of the way the shortstop was trying to play it, I thought for sure.
1: Kind of a tough time at night right now. High sky. Yeah. Lights haven't totally taken over, and we mentioned the light's very low here, so that ball was hit well above the light standards as Sue fouls this one out of play. Good crowd in the ballpark tonight as they've drawn well here for the Cougars. They've got a big series against Stanford here this weekend.
3: Yeah, real good crowd.
1: Probably the biggest crowd the Cougars have played in front of this year, I would think. Yeah, pretty close. Pitch to Sue's outside, two and two.
3: And we had what, the thirty-four hundred in Auburn, something like that. Oh I yeah, remember.
1: probably Auburn might have a little. Yeah. I was thinking of Hawaii, but I don't know. This we'll have to get the yeah. the numbers because it's uh, it's a good sized c- crowd. Arizona's beat. The Cougars, 21 of 30 games they've played overall. As we've mentioned, number 33 RPI team in the nation. This ball hit hard. Third baseman gobbles it up Quintana, and he'll throw Sue out. And the Cougars retired here in the fourth. We're through 3 and a half, two nothing 2-0 Arizona leading BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Jordan Wood on the hill for the Cougars. Cody Deason steps in. First pitch over for a strike. Deason uh, hit one hard. Could have been a two-run RBI single, but it glanced off of. Today. Well, it uh, wasn't a glance. It was off.
3: Today put in a new. This
1: says someone else is hitting. I wonder. Forty-four is up there. That the ball hit pretty well into right center field. That's in for extra bases. Yes, they did. They took decent out of the ball game and put 44 in. That's uh, Tate Soderstrom, a freshman out of Turlock, California. So he doubles. Soderstrom on the year has had 46 at bats. That's his fifth double of the year. So Soderstrom uh, comes in to pinch it for Deeson. Yeah, interesting that they do that. They might be using that DH roll just to get a bunch of guys yeah, to bats here. Yeah, Both guys have hit it hard. And Ryan Hoke, the right fielder, steps in, and he squares the Bunt, takes the pitch outside, ball one. Hoke showing uh, Bunt all the way there. He's trying to move that runner up to third base.
3: Yeah, Jay Johnson likes to play small ball with his team. He loves to bunt, run, do some things.
1: Arizona with a two-run lead here as we play the bottom of the fourth. And the pitch is down low, ball two. Again, showed bunt. Ryan Hogg, a senior. Struck out looking his first time up. Cougars uh, no runs on a hit. Arizona two runs on five base hits. There's a pitch that's over for a strike. Jay Johnson, the head coach, down in the third base coaching box. You see a Seems like most of the managers now, coaches, head coaches in college games are in the dugout. Very true. But uh, Johnson and Coach Mike Littlewood uh, out in the third base coaching boxes, respectively, for their teams. 2-1 pitches outside ball three.
3: It's always interesting to see pitchers struggle when they have that bat's out there. They are giving. They want to give you an out, and they want to bunt. He's letting you know early, and it's just like, I don't know, if it's a mental block. It seems like pitchers always struggle to throw a strike there.
1: Three balls and one strike. Here's the pitch. There's a bunt foul. Came up and might have hit him in the face. Yeah, it looked like it did, didn't it? Got him at least on the helmet. And the count kind of goes fall three and two. You know it's not your day when you're bunting a baseball and it comes up and pops you yeah. in the face off the, off the plate.
3: A lot of truth to that. They like to the two-strike bunt, though, so it's not out of the element here that they'll still try to bunt this.
1: Three balls, two strikes. Pitches outside, ball four. Well, a double and a walk, and that will bring up uh, Donta Williams. And you got to believe if uh, Hogg was bunning, Williams will be bunning oh, Absolutely.
3: Here. This is 100% a bunt situation for the Wildcats.
1: 59 pitches now by uh, Jordan Wood in this outing. I know Coach Littlewood was thinking 75, 80 maybe. Cougar's uh, sending some guys down to the bullpen to get warmed up down the uh, left field line. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Looks like Inaway's beginning to throw. And Parkinson.
3: Good eyes. Too Good late. eyes.
1: Two really uh, the mainstays of uh, this uh, bullpen. There's a bunt attempt and he hit So he'll go to first base. So a double, a walk and a hit batter and Arizona has loaded him up here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, I agree. Jordan Wood right now just some kind of a mental block against throwing yeah. a strike with a guy trying to yeah. punt a baseball.
3: It's so interesting. And not just Wood. I just see so many pitchers on multiple teams struggle with that. I think that would be the easiest time to, to throw a strike because you know they're not going to hit it. They just want
1: to give you an out. Mike Littlewood out of the dugout. Hasn't gone to the pen yet, but both guys just kind of got up. Yeah. In the pen, so I don't think either one of them are ready to uh, throw a pitch. And Littlewood will return to the dugout. Well, bases loaded,
3: no outs here. Just find a way to to minimize this inning. It would be great if you could find a way to get a dope play ball or a pop-up to the infield.
1: Jacob Bloss, who singled his first time up, number nine hitter, will step in. And the first pitch, line drive up the middle, base hit. That's going to score one. Ball bobbled by Perns It's going to score two. That'll be a hit and an error. Runner moves up to second base on the error. Yeah, and both. the Wildcats up 4-0.
3: Both runs were going to score, but uh, it, it gave the – the hitter a chance to move up to second and and keep the double play out
1: of of play now. Two RBI single by Bloss. RBI 16 and 17. And Arizona now with four runs in the game. And that will bring the uh, top of the order and Matt Frazier to the plate. And the Cougars... Bringing the infield in here as they're down by four. And the first pitch to Frazier is over for a
3: strike. Good speed on the bases. And good speed at the plate.
1: throw to third base to Favero and the runner back in safely. As the sun's gone down here, the wind has literally picked up here going
3: really have the uh,
1: right field foul pole over to left. Pop-up. Shallow left. McIntyre a long way to go. Schneeman a long way and nobody able to get there. Is it Lands out near the bullpen area of BYU. Yeah, just right in no man's land. A
3: lot of foul territory out there, unlike Portland where we just left.
1: So no balls and two strikes. The count to Frazier. Jordan Wood right here needs a strikeout.
3: Yeah, it really does. Some
1: kind of strikeout or pop up to the infield or a ball hit right to an infielder. Cougars need to stop the bleeding here as uh, Arizona with two runs in the inning. Still nobody out, and there's a ball hit up the middle, base hit. Two more runs are going to score. Frazier, a nice just little easy swing, punched it up the middle, and Arizona has scored four in the inning.
3: Yeah, 0-2 count and left the breaking ball, hittable. It was just a nice piece of hitting by Frazier, hitting it right back up the middle.
1: That's going to be it for Jordan Wood. We'll take a two-minute break be back with a new Cougar pitcher right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. (music) Brett Parkinson on for the Cougars. Arizona with uh, three hits in the inning. There's been a walk and a hit batter, and they've put four on the board. Still nobody out. Runner at first base. A pair of singles that have driven in in four runs here. Yeah, just good situational hitting for Arizona. Parkinson uh, has been great out of the pen for the Cougars this year.
3: He really has. Been a bulldog.
1: 1.80 earned run average. One win, no losses. Leads the Cougars now. This is his 18th appearance. Opponent's hitting two twenty four off the right-hander. And the pitch is down low, ball two. Parkins, senior, Wellsville, Utah product. Pitched at Salt Lake Community College. Pitching his senior year, and that ball's popped up over near the seats, down the first base side. Sue coming over, makes the catch. Good play by Sue. Really good play. That's not easy. Made the catch. Battling that wind. Bang
3: into the wall there. That wind probably kept it from from going foul. No
1: doubt. Same kid that dropped the pop-up. The first base in Portland. Good play by Sue. One man out. Alfonso Rivas steps in. He's uh, one for one on the day. Walked in the first. Had a double it, drove in a run in the third inning. And here is Parkinson's throw to first base. And back in safely is uh, Frazier. Frazier, two stolen bases on the ears. You mentioned this team, uh, you know, doesn't run that much. Only 32 attempts, 18 steals. But boy, you got to be impressed with their their approach at the plate. They get guys on base and drawn in infields, and, boy, they just do whatever it takes to get the ball in play. They really do.
3: And uh, just very competitive at the plate. Good swings. And they're a team that really can run. I mean, I think they, they're top nationally in triples on the year, probably because this is a huge,
1: huge
4: this, ballpark. This ballpark.
1: <laughs> boy, you hit the ball in the gap here, and it's a triple. There's a swing over, a pitch for a strike, runner moving. Ball popped out of Clawson's hand, but he had a big jump over there.
3: Yeah, he guessed right. He went on first move and pitched, and even if Clawson held on to that, he was going to be safe.
1: Slow curve ball. had Clawson had no chance. So a runner now at second base on the stolen base, is third of the year. And Revis with an 0-1 count. Here's Parkinson's pitch, and that ball's fouled out of play. I guess those are stickers on the back of those helmets, kind yeah. like you see In football. Football, Looks like, like, like yeah. you know, I think of the Buckeye out of Ohio State. Yeah. Most of these starters, are their helmets are half full of those stickers. There's a swinging foul tip back into the catcher's glove. And Revis goes down on strikes. Two men out.
3: Good pitch right there. The elevated fastball running away from Revis. Good sh- big strikeout
1: there by Parkinson. Quintana now steps in. He is popped up and grounded out. He's over for 2. Well, Cougars need to get these guys retired, get back in the dugout, and start swinging the bats. Yep,
3: they do. Got a little hill to climb here, but still a lot of baseball left.
1: Here is Parkinson's first pitch. That's over for a strike. Rhett, you know, not the quickest kid to the plate. I no, think that not. was one reason they they were running on him.
3: They're trying to get his timing there at second. Fraser had a good jump too and shut it down. I thought he might try to go. Not often do you want to try to steal third with you know two, two outs. Out. But
1: Parkinson trying to keep him close. Whirled around and drove him back into the bag. You know, I saw fans just walk up with a Arizona t shirt and a BYU cap. I so like that. Undecided about who he's cheering for here tonight or cheering for both teams. Ball hit up the middle. Sneeman going over, picks it up, throws the first in time for the out. Great play, play by Sneeman up the middle, did the 360. And through a strike to Sue to save a run, Quintana grounds out. Four runs in the inning, three base hits, no errors, one runner left. We are through four complete now. Arizona six, BYU nothing on your new skin BYU Sports Network.
0: What's up, Cougar Nation? This is uh, Keaton Kringlin, outfielder on the BYU baseball team, and you are listening to the new skin BYU Sports Network. Go Cougars.
1: Brock Hale steps in for the BYU Cougars. He grounded out to the first baseman his first time up. That ball's hammered to left. Left fielder right in his tracks makes the play. Wow, Cougars, when they're hitting the ball hard, they just can't catch a break.
3: Now that ball's hit really well, but left fielder playing good spot right to him.
1: That'll bring Favero to the plate. Nate flew out to right field his first time up. One hit in the uh, ball game by the Cougars. That was by Brennan Anderson back in the fourth inning. And can Aguilera has done a nice job always around the plate.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's a strike thrower. He's got great numbers, below two ERA. You know, he's given up a hit an inning throughout this year, but uh, does a really good job of mixing pitches and uh, doing good
1: tonight. Pitch to... Favero was a little bit outside, 2-0 and the count. We are in Tucson, Arizona for a just a one-game set here, midweek game against the Wildcats of Arizona. I know Cougars and Wildcats are talking about, are they going to play next year in Provo? I know they were talking about Well, they it.
3: actually come up this week this year to play Utah, so it'd have to be this year, so it probably be in two years they might come back.
1: Pitches a little bit inside. Ball four, so a four-pitch walk to Favero. Just as we called him a strike thrower, he yeah. throws four straight pitches. Just keep talking
3: about all those strikes he's throwing.
1: <laughs> Kringlin steps in.
3: He's got to find a way to string a few hits together here. Yeah, this, uh, Get on the board.
1: Arizona team up at Utah the 27th, 28th, 29th. And then they'll play uh, in Orm at Utah Valley on the 30th of this year. That will be a Monday evening game as Kringlin out to the third baseman. Kind of a tough hop, but he gloves <laughs> it, throws him out. So two men are out for the Cougars. Tavera moves up to second base. I'll
3: tell you one thing uh, these hitters are going to love. Playing at that field with that short porch in oh. left compared to this yard here.
1: Yeah, they're gonna they're not gonna know what to do there. And the short porch
3: right down right field line. Yeah. They're gonna like, wow, this is this is great. We always love hitting
1: playing UVU and playing them at their park. McIntyre steps in, RBI opportunity for the freshman. First pitch down, low ball one.
3: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be big for the team if, if Mitch can find a way to to get a run across here and just chip away.
1: McIntyre steps back in. Here's the 1-0 pitch. And that's over for a strike, one and one.
3: He's doing a good job of locating his pitches. He's not leaving too many pitches over the middle of the plate. Everything he throws is on the corners.
1: That's the 60th pitch by Aguilera in the game. McIntyre steps in, hitting 296. That pitch well inside for a ball. McIntyre was hit by a pitch his first time up there. On deck, uh, David Clawson for the Cougars, and he'll be followed by Perns. Arizona with four runs in the last inning on just three base hits. Big slow curveball drops in. Starts about shoulder and ends up about at the shoes.
3: Yeah, that was the Uncle Charlie you were talking about. Real big 12-6 curveball.
1: Two balls, two strikes. Now uh, Salazar, the catcher, out to talk with uh, Aguilera. Yeah. Next game on the radio, on uh, BYU Radio and ESPN 960, will be next Tuesday night, 6 o'clock in Provo. Utes and Cougars for the third time this year. Both be, games have been one-run games this year with Utah. It's
3: going to be weird to uh, have a week a weekend off.
1: Pitches a little nubber out toward the second baseman. He's got a quick throw to first in time to get the speedy McIntyre. And Cougars are retired again here in the inning. No runs, hits, errors. One man left. We are through. Four and a half, six nothing. Arizona over BYU. On your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Arizona big here, six nothing. Cesar Salazar steps in. Salazar's doubled and grounded out in the ball game doubled in the alley in left center field and drove in a run. His first time up. Brett Parkinson's first pitch over for a strike. Salazar, a Soder- Soderstrom, and uh, Hog do up here. For the Wildcats. There's a curveball fouled over... Near the first base dugout. This ballpark, the, the dugouts are as far away from home plate as any ballpark you're ever going to find. And, and that just tells you how old this ballpark is. Yeah. They're a good uh, 100 feet away from home plate. There's huge foul ball territory uh, behind home plate all the way down the lines. One ball, two strikes. Here's Parkinson. And the pitch is up a little bit high. You know, Rhett's velocity this year seems to be up a little bit. I mean, it seems like he's throwing high 80s. and
3: Yeah, confident. It's all
1: confidence with him, really, you know. And then you throw that little cook he's got. And I'll tell you, he is tough on left-handed hitters. He really is. Here's a 2-2. There's that curveball and sells our swings and misses. One yeah. man
3: out. The thing I love about Rhett is it's just a bulldog mentality. of He just wants to get hitters out, and it's a nice mindset. And because he has that mindset, he's been successful. Doesn't walk a ton of guys, throws a lot of strikes, and uh, really just competes. And he's been uh, fantastic this year for us.
1: That'll bring uh, Tate Soderstrom doubled his only time up. As he will step in the DH. And that ball's hit hard. Anderson, great play, comes up, throws the first in. Nope. It is. Got him. Great play by Anderson. Your instincts were right. Yeah, Robin Soderstrom. Trust it. (laughs) Robin Soderstrom of a single. Great play by Anderson.
3: Well, the umpire delayed so much that you you made just second guess your your eyes, what your eyes told you, he's out.
1: I thought he had him, and then the the umpire just sat there (laughs) and looked at it looked at it and finally got him. Good play. Two men out. Ryan Hogg steps in. Cougars bullpen down that uh, left field uh, side continuing to throw. In way, and I think that's Zimmerman now throwing. First pitch, up a little bit high, ball one.
3: Yeah, Coach said today in the team meeting that uh, if, uh, if if Zimmerman needed to go, three or four today, he'd go for it since he had the, the long break and no games this weekend.
1: Ball hit pretty well. Pern's going back in center. He is there. And he'll make the catch for the out, and Arizona retired in order for the first time in the ballgame. We're through five, Arizona six, BYU nothing, on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: David Lawson will lead it off for the Cougars. Cougars have a little hill to climb here as they're down by... Six runs as we go to the sixth inning. Clawson had to hustle back to the dugout. I think he grabbed the wrong bat. Dugout. I think he, uh, That's a
3: long run back.
1: <laughs> it is. That's uh, Now uh, David back. He's all loose and ready to go now. Clawson's only been up once, and here we are in the sixth inning. He struck out looking his first time up there. Clawson, Perns, and then the top of the order, and Anderson. Aguilera's has only given up one hit in tonight's ballgame, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. Aguilera now 64 pitches on the night. Lawson fouls that pitch off. You know, Cougars have hit a couple of balls hard. Anderson's single, and also a Brock Hale lined out to the left fielder.
3: Yeah, Schneeman hit that ball hard to right center the first inning, too, all that right. was tracked down.
1: It's only really allowed three or four balls hit hard at all. Aguilera's pitch is fouled off again by Clausen. And the count now, one ball and two strikes. Lawson wearing number twenty-two on the back of that royal blue jersey for BYU. Cougar's trying to get something going here in the sixth. Lawson fouls this one into the uh, Wildcat dugout down the first base side. Cougar's home next week for four games. Tuesday, Utah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. is a ground ball, fair ball, down the first base sign. First baseman Rivas picks it up and steps on the bag for the out. San Diego into town nice. next weekend. And Jarrett Perns comes up. Burns, Jr., out of Henderson, Nevada, flew out to right field his first time up. Burns, another pop-up, shallow right. In comes Hogg. Uh, he called off by the center fielder, Matt Frazier, who makes the catch for out number two. So quickly, two men out here for BYU. That will bring uh, Brennan Anderson to the plate. He's one for two. He's got the only hit off of Aguilera. Cougars eighteen and fifteen. This is their thirty-fourth game of the year, and the pitch to Anderson's up a little bit high for a ball. Pitch to Anderson's over for a strike. Pitch to Brennan, ball hit pretty well. Left fielder going back. Just short of the track, makes the play for the out. And the Cougars are retired in order here in the sixth. Five and a half, six nothing, Arizona over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now we go to the bottom of the sixth here in Tucson. Danto Williams, the number eight hitter, steps in. He struck out and has been hit by a pitch. Brent Norton, along with Tuckett Slade, here bringing you uh, BYU Cougar baseball. Midweek game here in the desert. First pitch over for a strike. In other games, uh, Pepperdine beat Cal Poly today 11-9. Nevada beat Pacific 7-5. San Francisco leading San Jose State in San Jose 6-1. That game in the eighth. Pitch is over for a strike. Gonzaga leading Washington State 5-3 in the fourth inning. Fullerton and San Diego are all tied up at 4-4 in the fourth. Fresno State leading St. Mary's 3-2. That's in the fifth. It's just off the plate, 2-2. Loyola Marymount leading Long Beach State 4-3. And UNLV leading Portland 4-0. That game in the fourth being played in Las Vegas. Line drive, base hit by Donta Williams into center field. And uh, Santa Clara leading California at Cal, 4-0. That came in the second. Jacob Blast steps in. He is the shortstop. He's single, twice. He's got a couple of RBIs in the game. Last, the uh, freshman of Carlsbad, California. Steps in against Red Parkinson. First pitch way high for a ball. Last uh, showing bunt there, but the pitch was well out of the zone. Zimmerman down throwing, uh, number 24 for BYU, the right-hander. He's, he's ready. He's been up uh, long enough. Throw to first and uh, the runner back in safely.
3: A lot of rich tradition here for this Arizona team.
1: ball hit pretty well. Left fielder back is um, McIntyre. He'll make the catch for the out.
3: This is 39 regional appearances 17 Supers, I think is what it says up there on the board, and four national championships. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they have uh, certainly had a great run in baseball. Not as much lately, but uh, back in the Jerry Kendall days when he was a head coach, they yeah. were perennial powerhouses in the uh, country.
3: They won one in 2012. They were runners-up, what, two years ago,
1: I think? Got 16. Ooh, quick move Uh, to first. Almost got him. Almost got Williams.
3: It was the final game against Coastal Carolina, Jay Johnson. There's a tie-in run at first in the last inning. Ball hit down the line, and he held the runner from scoring from first at third, and the ball was thrown away. He would have probably scored. And because uh, it's kind of thrown up the line, but it's hard for the coach to tell that when he'd already shut him down. Everyone it's all like, ah, oh, if you had have sent him, you'd have tied the game. And the next guy hits, uh, it was second and third, two outs. The next guy strikes out, and Coast Carolina wins the World Series. It's one of those ones that's like, oh, so close. So close, you know.
1: Another move to first base, three straight moves by Parkinson. Trying to keep uh, Donta Williams close there. Williams has not attempted a steal this year. Pitch is just just off the plate. Parkinson, that's his uh, 22nd pitch here in this outing. Goes the runner? It just bunted down the third baseline, and everyone's going to be safe. Boy, great bunt there by Matt Frazier.
3: Yeah, it not really. Not sure was. what
1: the uh, didn't really charge. That yeah, was weird. He, uh, yeah, he. I, I'm not sure what he was doing, but he he was the only one that had a chance to make the play.
3: Yeah, he, he took a step and then stopped. It's like he thought there was a runner at second, which there wasn't. It was really weird there. Which I still think he probably beats it out. It's a good bunt, but at least give it a shot to make a play.
1: At that point, the pitcher would continue on and cover third base. Third, exactly. I think Favero just got mixed up with how many guys were on base. Yeah. Bunt single, runners at first and second base. And the ball's fouled up and out of play by Cameron Cannon. Arizona leading six to nothing. And here is Parkinson's 0-1 pitch. Curveball just off the plate.
3: That's where you're really trying to get yourself a double play ball right here. Keep this score at six. Give the, the offense a chance to... To still kind of chip away, running out of outs here, but can't give up any more.
1: There's the pitch over for a strike. One and two is the count. We are at High Corbett Field on the campus. Well, we're not on the campus of the yeah. University of Arizona. We're kind of see the campus from here, but this is an old minor league ballpark that the university bought. And this is now the home field of the Arizona Wildcats. Popped up. Shallow left. In comes uh, Perns. He's got to come a long way. Wow. He's there. Makes the play. Great play by Perns. McIntyre did not see that ball well off the bat. And Perns had to come well over, almost in the shortstop position to yes, make that play. He
3: really did. That, you could, look how much that wind took that ball, too. It looked like a pop fly to center, and it was almost right behind short. And Steeman was running towards center, and good job by Perns to not give up on that and
1: go make that play. Two men out, and Rivas steps in. He has walked, doubled, and struck out in the game. Runners at first and second base as Arizona tries to add to their lead. Here in the bottom of the sixth, and the pitch is up high for a ball.
3: This might be Rhett's last batter right here with Quintana on the righty on deck.
1: Come on, Rhett, find a way. One ball, no strikes. Revis uh, two home runs this year, 33 RBIs. Right now, the uh, Pac-12 standings go over those. There's a throw back. Tried to throw back to the first baseman, and it hit the runner, so the runners both move up. That's a play the Cougars have, but just an error and throw there by Parkinson. And, yeah, th- uh,
3: yeah, the throw was on line. It just hit the runner. Sue couldn't get there in time to catch it. Hit the runner right in the chest, it looked like, and then kicked away. two outs here, though.
1: The batter's the one that matters. Want to know the count. Here's the pitch. A little bit low. Right now, Arizona in fifth place in the conference. The Pac-12, six wins, six losses. Three games back of Stanford, who is 27-5. Cougars will play Stanford in a couple of weeks over in Palo Alto. UCLA in second place, 11-4, then Washington 8-4, and four. and Oregon State is 7-5. Uh, and five. Oregon State was the number one team in the country until they got into the Pac-12 uh, conference, and they've lost five games in Pac-12 conference yeah. play. Yeah, California right below Arizona. They're 21-12, and 12, and that's another team the Cougars are going to be playing yeah. in a few days up in uh, Berkeley. Swing and a miss. Yeah, we have a good midweek schedule this year. A lot of fun games. Oregon then uh, behind them, USC, and then Arizona State, 14-22 on the year, 6-9. Utah, 9-25. They're 4-8. And And then Washington State rounds out the conference, uh, 10 wins, 19 losses, 5-10 in the conference. 2-2 pitch, ball fouled at the plate. keep thinking
3: that wind's going to slow down, but it just keeps gusting even more. Now you look at the palm trees, and they're really blowing out
1: there. This Arizona team with a team earned run average of 2.98, which right now is 10th in the nation. Here's the pitch, curveball, strike three call inside corner. Parkinson, a couple of good innings of work. No runs, two hits, no errors. Two runners left. Birth through six complete. Arizona six, BYU nothing on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey,
2: BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Brett Norton. Go Cougs.
1: Daniel Sneeman steps in first pitch over for a strike. We're in the seventh. Cougars down big, 6-0. Sneeman 0 for 2 today. Curveball down low. Daniel uh, flew out into the right center field alley in the first, grounded into a double play in the fourth inning after the Cougars only hit by Anderson. Snuffed that rally out in a hurry. Here's the 1-1. Sneeman a big swing and a miss. 0-2. Sneeman uh, averages dipped down to 227 on the year for the Cougar shortstop. And here's the 0 2 inside for a ball. Sneeman, Sue, and Hale do up here in the seventh inning. Arizona six runs on nine base hits. And Sneeman, there's Cougars' second hit. Lined it into right field.
3: Yeah, good swing there by Sneeman. Got a fastball in the inner half. He stayed inside and didn't just hook it but stayed through it and hit a nice
1: line drive over second. That'll bring Brian Sue to the plate. Brian has grounded out twice, once uh, back to the pitcher and once to the third baseman, uh, Quintana. Brian Sue steps in, and the first pitch is down low for a ball. I think is the bullpen area. It, it is uh, you can't see the there. bullpen. Yeah, you it's, can
3: see a ball being yeah, tossed a little bit, but you have no idea.
1: It's out over the outfield wall by the uh, hitting center. Yeah, the uh, Cougar bullpen is actually in uh, foul territory, in play, much like it is in. Smith ballpark. There's a bunt. Pitcher picks it up, throws to second, and they get the lead runner. Sneeman kind of had to freeze because the ball was bunted up in the air by Sue. I'm yeah. not sure. I can't imagine Coach Littlewood had him bunting there.
3: No, he was trying to drag for a hit there because yeah. Cantana, Cantana was playing a little bit back and he just bunted in the air right back to the pitcher.
1: Boy, again, just those little things you execute able to you know if you're going to do that boy you better make sure you get that ball down with a six run deficit
3: yeah I mean you can see how deep can playing right now he's playing the same way for Sue if you get it down to third you walk to first for a hit just can't go back to the pitcher
1: all fouled off by Hale and, and what really made it worse is that uh, they're able to get the lead runner at second base Sneeman kind of in no-man's land, had nowhere to go.
3: Yeah, good job by Sneeman to just hold. So if he takes off there, he might be, get doubled off because it was. I thought he would catch it in the air, but he let it drop right in front of him.
1: Pitch to Hale is outside. One man out, one man on. And a 1-1 count on Brock Hale. And here's the pitch to Brock. That's outside for ball two. These two teams playing for the first time since 2016 in Provo, a one game series. Cougars have not been in Tucson since 2003. Three game series at Arizona, one, two of the three. Pitch is over for a strike.
3: Would you say Arizona is something
1: like twenty-one and nine against BYU overall? Twenty-one and nine. Goes way back to the whack. I'm, I'm amazed they've only played that many times. Yeah. They, they were in the Western Athletic Conference uh, together for a number of years. Granted, they were back in those days. There were different divisions. Oh, okay. As uh, Brock swings and misses, goes down on strikes. For the second out. Yeah,
3: swung out a ball to the zone.
1: That'll bring Favero to the plate. Uh, Nate is 0 for 1. He walked his last time up. I know as a coach, you know, to kind of break your I think, Coach Littlewood, you've been in the meetings. Sounds like he's tried about everything.
3: Yeah, he really has.
1: (laughs) To try to kind of wake up this... uh, This offensive team that has uh, proven themselves over the years to really be able to score runs. But this year just hasn't uh, happened with the consistency that I think we all thought pitches over for a strike.
3: Yeah, it's definitely just been a disappointing season offensively. And at times there's been spurts of, okay, hey, it's coming, it's coming. I mean, early in the year we started out, you know, having good offense, you know. especially Northridge. It was scored some runs. Things were going good. Got to Hawaii, and things didn't go so well with uh, how Hawaii is. And
1: Pivero loops one into center field, and the center fielder makes the play. Pivero went down. Hit that. He hit that lip you talked about. He tripped on that little yes. shelf. Yes, he did. It went right down. Still had the bat in his hand when he went down. And the Cougars are retired here in the seventh. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left. We're through six and a half. Six-nothing, Arizona leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh, Arizona leading six-nothing. Nick Quintana will step in. He is 0 for 3 today. Drew Zimmerman, the freshman Lehigh High School product on for the Cougars. Third pitcher the Cougars have uh, put into the ball game. First pitch is up a little bit high for ball one. Or strike one. That was a strike. Looked like it was up a little bit. Yeah, it did. Definitely did. (laughs) Here's the 0-1. That's over for a call. Strike two. Quintana Salazar and uh, Solderstrom the three scheduled hitters. 6 runs, 9 hits for Arizona, no runs two hits for the Cougars. Cougars have committed three errors in the ball game, so not a real clean performance defensively either for BYU. Jordan Wood not his best outing, but uh, you know, he got himself in trouble with a walk and a hit batter in the inning when they scored four he and that did, was yeah. that was the difference in the ball game so far.
3: Well, and Arizona did a fantastic job.
1: Swing and a miss for strike one, or uh, out number one.
3: Of uh, having team hitting. They, they took advantage of those walks and, and hit by pitch. Was there two hit by pitch or just to one?
1: There was just one in that yeah.
3: inning. and just took advantage of them and, and turned it into four runs with good cl- clutch, good team hitting.
1: Yeah, they have certainly taken advantage of everything the Cougars have given them here tonight, and made them pay. There's a ball hit hard at Anderson. Brennan's got it, and he'll throw uh, Salazar. I'll tell you, I really like Salazar. He's a good player. Really he, good player. You're going
3: to see him. There's a good shot that drafted the pretty hard, pretty high somewhere. The, this this Arizona team is going to lose a lot of its players. There's there's a good chance of Five, five to ten guys could be out of here depending on their age just because of uh, the type of players they are. Good, talented kids.
1: some steps up. He's seen two, two pitches. He swung them. I'll tell you, this kid is a first pitch Yes, he is. A, that's swinger. three for
3: three swinging now.
1: <laughs> he doubled in the uh, his first at bat. Was robbed of a single by Anderson, his last him up in that time. Big cut. Fouled it straight back. Just missed that pitch from Zimmerman. There's the 0 1 little looper. Burns a long run. He's going to come and he's not able to make the play. Soderson's going to try to move on to second base and he is going to be tagged out. A single and uh, I think that was uh, Brock Hill that yep. got up. and
3: Good job, Brock, backing him up. Play. And for Brennan for being on the bag to be able to throw him out.
1: So a single, runner retired at uh, second base, and that'll do it for Arizona. We're through seven, six nothing. Wildcats over the Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton.
1: New pitcher for Arizona, Robbie Mendel is in. Aguilar went seven innings. Give up two runs, no or no runs, and uh, two base hits as he was outstanding. And now we are going to have a pinch hitter for Kringlin. Jake Brown in will hit for Kringlin. Kringlin 0 for 2 on the day. He flew to right and grounded out to third base. So Brown in. Wildcats leading uh, six to nothing here as we play the top of the eighth inning. First pitch is down low ball one. Well, this Wildcat team has uh, won ten of their last twelve. Took two of three from USC. Took two of three from Oregon State in the last couple of weeks. Really one of the hottest teams in the nation, and and we see we've seen why tonight. I'm yeah. telling you. They're hitting on all cylinders. They're pitching it well, defending well and coming up with big base hits. They do pretty much everything in the game really well. Good team. Brown takes that pitch inside for a ball. Jake Brown, 233 hitter. He's got had 30 at-bats this year, 7 hits. Normally in the DH role against right handers. And the pitch from Medell is down low for a ball.
3: Jake has a fantastic eye. It's one of the, one of the best eyes on the team. Doesn't overswing at balls very often.
1: Robbie Medell, uh, 13 appearances, two wins, no losses, two saves, a 1.0 earned run average. First when you've got a team ERA at 2.98. Yeah,
3: everybody on your uh, staff throws.
1: You don't have a whole lot of guys with uh, with yeah. ERAs too high. Very true. Here's a little looper left fielder going over, and he'll make the catch off the bat of Brown. Good a bat there by Jake.
3: Yeah, it was. They actually had him played very well. They had the, the left fielder shallow and, and towards the line. That would have been barely fair, which shows, you know, the left-handed hitter usually not playing that much towards the line, but did a good job, runs well, of tracking that down.
1: It's funny, when you look at this team, uh, Cody Deason, who was the, remember the DH? Yeah. He's their ace of their staff. Four wins, two losses, a 1.94 ERA, but both our other starters have ERAs about five. But it's their bullpen that just lights out. So yep. that's why Deason only got what a bat. Pitch to McIntyre is over for a strike, one and one. It's hard to tell up or down. I
3: thought that ball was low, but there's been four or five of those pitches this game that I'm like,
1: oh, okay. Yeah, we're kind of off to the side here. Uh, don't and about, have quite the vantage point that we normally do in most ballparks. That pitch is down
3: off, low. Off to the side and about two blocks away, right? Yeah, yeah we're <laughs> a little
1: farther away than normal. Yeah. Two balls, one strike. Dell's pitch to McIntyre is up high, ball three. Mitch has been hit by a pitch and has grounded out in the game. Cougars, two hits one by Schneeman, one by Anderson. And the 3 1 pitch, and there's hit number four. As McIntyre with a solid ground ball right up the middle.
3: Yeah, the young freshman's really just starting to come into his own, kind of growing up in front of us. He's got a bright future ahead. Guy I expect to be really good when it's all said and done here for the Cougs.
1: Runs well, good defender, and has uh, just become better and better at the plate. Yeah, he really has. As the season's gone along, and that will uh, bring Claussen up. David is over for 2, strikeout, and a ground out. And the pitch from uh, Medell is over for a strike. Cougars will stay here in Tucson tonight and then bus up to uh, Scottsdale or to uh, Phoenix, Sky Harbor, and leave out of there. Not not a whole lot of great connections here in, in no, uh, Tucson. Isn't. I flew in today in a small plane. Yeah,
3: they wouldn't let us do a group coming into Tucson.
1: Pitch Lawson is uh, swung on and missed. Quick throw by Salazar. Threw it right behind Clausen's yes. back very quick.
3: A really quick. He, he's a gamer. He loves backpicking. And all the film we watched on him, it's like once or twice a game, he tries to back somebody at fir- backpick somebody at first or second. Quick arm.
1: 0-2 oh to Clausen. Fly ball, little looper. Shortstop going out in shallow center. Makes the play for out number two. So two-man down, and uh, Pernsey will come up. Uh, Jarrett, the center fielder.
3: It's about the time where Jarrett uh, gets a hanging breaking ball and hooks it over to third baseman for a double, and McIntyre scores.
1: Oh, they're playing Perns well over in left center. They really center. are. There's
3: a huge hole down the line in left. Yeah. And, with yep. Mac- and with McIntyre's speed, you get one down that line there. You score is easy.
1: Huge ballpark. We have not had a ball even hit near the, I don't think, the warning track. Salazar's ground rule double in left center. But the ground so hard it bounced up and over the wall. It did. But it was quite a ways in front of the track. Yeah,
3: that was the closest,
1: closest ball we had. Arizona has 17 home runs this year. The Cougars with 18. And it's been a while since the Cougars hit one out. It really has. The last one was... uh, was Schneeman Oh yeah. In the uh, Santa Clara series, a walk-off, yeah. Yep. Did not hit one in Portland. They came close. Sue and, and uh, Brock Hale both went, hit one off the top of the wall there. Perne swings and misses at a curveball, and Jarrett, oh and two, now the count. This game is barely two hours old, and here we are in the uh, top of the eighth inning. There's a changeup that's down low. Cougars with uh, McIntyre. At first base, here's the pitch to Perns. That's down low for ball two. Again, like to thank all of our great sponsors, uh, Sag Chevron there on the cor- uh, kitty corner from uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Back up and running after having some uh, difficulty with their tanks. So for all your uh, fuel needs, drinks oh, looks, looks
3: like they got brand new tanks now, don't they? Yeah.
1: Any treat that you'd like, they've got it in there.
3: Stop it. They got the best donuts. Go in there. It's it's awful. I go in there and fuel up, and I'm like, oh, better have a donut. Gotta have one. Yeah. Calling my name. Yeah, it is. It's got my name all
1: over it. Pitch to Perns is fouled off. Perns, the junior, College of Southern Nevada. Looks like Zimmerman will pitch the uh, bottom of the eighth. There's uh, nobody up in the pen for the Cougars. Several of the pitchers are down on the bench down there near the bullpen. That pitch is down low outside, so the Cougars with runners at first and second base. And Anderson with a chance to drive a run in here for BYU. Brennan has popped up in the first, singled in the fourth, and has flown out to left field in the sixth inning. And now the pitching coach for Arizona out.
3: Yeah, this is the time in the game where you're running out of outs and a couple guys on after a single and a walk with a really good hitter in and Anderson up. It would be really nice if you could find a way to hit a double here, score a couple runs, and, and, and make this thing interesting. And put the pressure back on them a little bit. Because really haven't had a chance. I mean, we only had a base runner at a second one time this game. 24, 2,471, is that what they said? Yep,
1: 2471. So uh, not quite what we saw at Auburn, but uh, a good crowd. Yeah. Auburn uh, still nationally ranked. They've lost a couple of SEC conference games. What are there, like 10 SEC teams rated in the top 25 yeah. or so? Unbelievable league in baseball. Anderson steps in. Here's the first pitch. Curveball drops in for a strike. Brennan. Hitting 294 as he came into the ball game tonight and the pitch Anderson hits this one into left field base hit here comes McIntyre he's going to score and the Cougars on the board six to one now the scores Anderson picks up his second hit of the evening and picks up his 23rd RBI of the year.
3: Yeah, great swing there by Brennan. Got a breaking ball elevated that he was able to. They had him played the shortstop, was playing over in the six-hole. That just shows you how hard he hit that, to hit that through that hole there for a single.
1: And that's going to bring Johnson out. We're going to have a new pitcher. second uh, mound visit. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin BYU Sports Network. <laughs> into the ballgame. He's one of the weekend starters for Arizona. He started eight games. One win, two losses on the year. 5.68 earned run average. Williams has thrown 38 innings, giving up 49 hits. 21 strikeouts and 12 walks.
3: He's a guy you can get to. He's an 88, 91 mile an hour lefty. Pretty good little breaking ball.
1: So, Weems in against Schneeman. Cougars have scored a run, 6-1. And the first pitch to Daniel. Pretty good fastball there, over for a strike.
3: That good speed on the bases. Tanya can uh, split a gap here. It's going to be two runs.
1: Now, timeout called as uh, catcher Salazar... We'll go out and have a chat with his left-hander. Weems, a uh, 6'2", 203-pound junior out of Flagstaff through uh, Yavapai Junior College here in Arizona. So this is his first year of Division I uh, college baseball, and he's worked his way into a uh, starting role. Pitched to Sneeman high and tight, one ball and one strike. Well, if Daniel can hit one in the gap, he could make this game interesting. Yeah, absolutely. How deep the first baseman's playing here? He's back on the grass. I don't see that very often. One, one pitch. Sneeman fouls it off. One and two.
3: That left fielder sure is. Playing him shallow and towards the line.
1: If he hit one in the gap, it'd be a triple. Yeah, definitely. on On either gap. Yep. Huge ballpark here. Pitch is a little
3: bit low, two and two. Good take there by Daniel.
1: Cougars now four hits. Two of those hits have come in this inning.
3: Find a way right here, Daniel. Need a big hit from you right here.
1: There's the 2-2 pitch. Stepan fouls that one off out of play. Up into the crowd. Ballpark seats uh, can seat 15,000. They've got some of the the seats uh, blocked off, so official capacity is 11,500. What they say, 24. Yeah. 2,400. Yeah, 2,400 tonight. Of course, the last time we were in Salt Lake, they said there were 2,400, and I think there were about 600 in that ballpark. So you never know. Counting the teams, trainers, everybody else. Sneeman swings and misses, and he goes down on strikes. Cougars are retired here. In the eighth, they did get a run on two base hits. No errors and two runners left on base. We are through seven and a half, six half, 6-1. Arizona over BYU on your new skin, BYU Baseball Network. Drew Zimmerman on the hill for the Cougars. We are in the bottom of the eighth. Ryan Hogg, Dontell Williams and Jacob Blass will be the hitters. Hogg swings and the foul's the first pitch off. You now there's a really good slider that Catches the outside corner, and the count 0-2. Zimmerman looks in at uh, Tlaussen and another curveball. You know, Zimmerman's been so good. Tuckett, I guess he kind of projects out next year to probably be a starter. Yeah, you'd like to have him in the rotation next year if possible. Him and Brady, the two guys that... Yeah. Uh, both freshmen that have the dynamic arms. There's a ball hit out to uh, Sneeman. He's got it, and they'll throw him out. You know, and you've also got uh, you know you got several kids who would be you know vying for that next year. Of course, you'd yeah, you got Woodback. They got Woodback. You know, so he's been your number one guy this year. Cougars have. Still kind of looking for that number three starter this year. With uh, Brady going down, no one's really nailed that down. First pitch is fouled up and out of play. I was going to say Sterner, you know. Uh, you know, Still kind of getting his legs under him after a mission. Yeah. Kid's got dynamic stuff. It's just a matter of getting him a little yeah, experience and getting back in shape. It's the
3: second year after the mission that the kids start to get the feel back.
1: Pitches hit pretty well, left fielder McIntyre back a couple of steps. He's there and makes the catch for out number two.
3: Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened with Riley Gates where he got off his mission, and it took him a year or so to get into his real form. It's not uh, it's not easy coming off your mission as a position player or as, as, a, as a pitcher. Two years of not doing any kind of baseball-related activity in such a muscle memory sport makes it tough for you to have to uh, – Kind of get that back.
1: And we've talked about the ten kids the Cougars have signed for next year. So, uh, you know, a lot of kids will be making their way into the program. Yep. First pitch is over for a strike. Zimmerman, the young man, just had an outstanding year for BYU. No situation is too big for this kid. Hey, he's outside.
3: He's fearless.
1: This is his 16th appearance, two wins, loss, three saves, 1.40 earned run average. Opponents hitting 165 against Zimmerman. That pitch is, again, just a little bit inside, 3-1. and one.
3: Yeah, the only thing that's ever getting him in trouble is walking guys. When he's walked guys, he's had to really battle out of it, but he's done a really good job of battling out of those situations.
1: 11 walks, 20 innings. Strikeouts, what is that at? Strikeouts are, uh, I think he's. Let's see, he's got uh, 20 strikeouts yeah. and 25 innings. But as he continues to get bigger and stronger, yep. his velocity, which has topped out uh, this year at about 94, there he just throws one right in on the hands of Blass, uh, just able to get a piece of it. It's funny, the uh, you know, when you look at the crowd here, very, very few students. Yeah. Most of the crowd are, you know, 60-plus. I mean, guys that have been in Tucson, been yeah, around. a long time. Back in the glory years of Arizona baseball. Yep. I really, as I look, I, I don't see any students. That the ball's popped up and out of play. I'm sure there are some, but... Everybody that we can see has uh, got a little gray hair and a hat and an Arizona T-shirt on Hey,
3: sweatshirt. They're out at the ballpark, and that's all that matters.
1: Here's a 3-2. Great pitch by Zimmerman. Strikes him out. Zimmerman works a flawless eighth inning. Cougars will come up here in the night down 6-2 on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
1: Cougars will come up their last chance here unless they can score five and send this into extra innings. Sue, Hale, and Favero do up. New pitcher for Arizona is 19, Zach Sherman, a freshman out of Ramona, California. 6'1", 175-pounder. Sherman, impressive stats in ERA under one. Two wins, no losses. Only his eighth appearance. In nine innings, he's only given up three hits and one run.
3: That's pretty impressive. Tall kid.
1: So Sherman will face Brian Sue, and Sue grounds the ball foul down the third baseline. Cougars one run on four hits. They got that run in the eighth. The Brent Anderson uh, RBI single. As it's been all Wildcats so far here in the ball game. Here's Sherman's pitch, and that's a little looper over toward the second baseman. He's got it. Sherman. Sherman. Covering the bag at first base, and Sue is thrown out. Boy, Brian, a couple of numbers right there. Yeah, he... Oh, a uh,
3: weird-looking uh, weird hit. He got out of the box real slow, too, or else he would have a shot to beat that out. It took him a second to get going. I think he didn't know where the ball was.
1: 4-1 on the put-out. Sue finishes an 0-4 night. And Brock Hill, who is 0-3, steps in. And the first pitch is outside ball one. Hale lined out in the fifth inning. That was his best chance as he hit a shot out there that was caught by the left fielder Williams. Now a 1 1 count on Hale. Scott, he listed as a junior out there on the scoreboard. Maybe, uh, maybe he's been granted another. Brock is a junior. Oh, that's right, he's yeah. a junior. Draftable last year as a sophomore, and Hale swings and misses.
3: Yeah, he was a 21-year-old sophomore, so he's draft right. eligible.
1: After his mission. Yep. One and two. Sherman's pitch to Hale. He goes down on strikes. So Brock, a couple of strikeouts in the ball game. Two men out. And Nate Favero steps in. Cougars uh, struggling here against Sherman. And Favero steps in. Only four strikeouts by the Cougars in this ball game. Unlike that uh, second Portland game, the Cougars uh, struck out 14 times. Favaro hits this ball, base hit, right up the middle. So Nate keeps things going here for BYU.
3: Yeah, good hit there by Favaro.
1: Pick up their uh, fifth hit. And that will bring uh, Jake Brown back to the plate. Uh, He uh, came in a pitch hit for Kringlin his last time and flew out the left. Well, the Cougars have definitely loaded the schedule up and this is one of those non-conference games that they're playing to yeah, with try to improve their RPI.
3: Yeah, with the team that we had coming in this year, we figured that would be a safe bet cuz a lot of returners with a lot of experience in
1: First pitch to Brown down low ball one.
3: And we're not going we to ever shy away from playing good teams. That's the one thing Coach Littlewood and his scheduling, he likes to play good teams and try to compete with everyone out there.
1: Here's the 1-0 pitch to Jake, and that's outside ball two. On deck, McIntyre for the Cougars. BYU will uh, stay here in Tucson tonight before bussing back up to Phoenix and line out in the morning and getting after finals pitches outside have an inter squad game on thursday and then take the rest of the weekend off reading day friday finals start saturday
3: these kids are still student athletes and you gotta give them time to finish out their studies and, and finish strong
1: pitch to brown over for a strike the 3-1, and that pitch is swung on and missed. So Arizona one out away from winning this one. Be their 23rd win of the year. Send the Cougars to their 16th loss. And the pitch, Brown fouls it off. Now it's straight back. Three and two, runner going. Pitch is over for call strike three and Brown goes down on strikes and the Arizona Wildcats beat the Cougars here by a score of six to one. And, uh, boy, uh, very impressed with Arizona here tonight. They yeah. pitched it. They swung the bats well with guys in scoring position. And they defended very well, Tuckett. A, a good baseball team.
3: Yeah, they're they're really good. Besides uh, facing Auburn early this year, these guys are right up there with them is, is some of the, be- the best teams that we've seen this year. And, like you said, they were great in all facets today. Played great defense. Pitched it really well. And uh, had some great team hitting, and uh, they're a good team.
1: Now, Cougars just had that bad fourth inning when they gave up four runs, a hit batter, a walk, and then just some very timely hitting by this Wildcat team. And that was the difference in that ball game. Yes, uh, every, it was. Every uh, pitcher uh, the Wildcats uh, brought out of that bullpen uh, looked awfully good.
3: Yeah, the bullpen was really good, really uh- good.
1: Well, uh, we are going to send it back for a timeout, be back with uh, head coach Mike Littlewood on a post game, right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. That's the last out. Great pitch on the outside corner. He gets him.
0: Now let's hear from the players and coaches in your BYU baseball postgame show. Here's Brent Norton on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Okay, back here at uh, Hi, Corbett Field, as we uh, are joined by uh, Brent Herring, assistant coach for the BYU Cougars. And, uh, Coach, before we talk about the Cougars, a uh, very impressive Arizona team. I'll tell you, they, every arm they threw out there was pretty good. And, uh, boy, if it wasn't for that one inning, a hit batter and a walk kind of set them up and then some very timely hitter by the uh, hitting by the Wildcats.
5: Yeah, I mean, they, they do a great job. I mean, they, they've got great players, and they're super athletic, one through nine, I, yeah. I thought. Um, you know, in that inning, we had a chance. They were they were gonna bunt, bunt him over, and we got a chance to take an out. And uh, we end up not getting an out. And then they're gonna bunt again, again, and we end up not getting an out. And and uh, bases loaded, no outs, and and um, you know that's the way it goes. If if a team's gonna give you an out, I think you've got to be able to take yeah. that out.
1: A couple of timely hits, and they were kind of hanging out over the plate, and Jordan just couldn't find. You know just couldn't find the strike zone at that point,
5: yeah, and he's on short rest I, th- you know I thought he went out and competed for us but but yeah you know when, when in that inning, if we can minimize that inning, I feel like you know we have a a better chance of getting back in it, and we had a you know there there i don't know went in with first and second and schneeming up, and we'd scored a run, thinking, man, this is we got a chance to cut this Here thing in half yeah. and and get it going, but uh you gotta take take tip your cap to their guys. Their 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 pitchers came in and they threw man, slider in any count for a strike. 0 uh, 2-1, 1-0. I mean, they they commanded the strike zone, which is makes it tough as hitters.
1: Well, one of the top uh, or one of the hottest teams in the country right now. 10 of their last 12 beat Oregon State a couple times here. Beat USC two of three down in LA. They got Stanford coming in this weekend, so this is a good team. Uh, RPI number 33 in the nation, and and they proved it tonight in all in all facets of the game.
5: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everything they did was solid and shoot. Really impressive that they ran out. I think three or four freshman uh, position players, which is which is really impressive. Yeah, they they do a great job.
1: Talk to us a little about you know pitching staff. You said a little bit of a short rest for Jordan battled for you much like he did didn't have his great stuff in portland but same kind of effort here tonight and then and Rhett parkinson just continues to dazzle and, and your young freshman zimmerman was was unhittable
5: tonight he he looked great yeah for sure i mean uh, the one thing i'll say i, I was at a, a junior college game earlier today and and um was talking to some pro scouts and they were we were talking about woody i mean he's he's given us a chance in every game that he's pitched i mean he's really really I think this is the first game all year that's really kind of gotten away from him and um so so really proud of what he's done for us this year and then um you know Rhett you know he was a he was a big time competitor coming out of out of Salt Lake and he's finally we're finally getting the guy that we knew that he was capable of being and man was him I mean the the future's bright and he's going to have a great career at BYU and and uh, we're really excited about him.
1: You know, and Wood, uh, I mean, you look at it, now two and four in the year, but ERA under three. I mean, that guy, you talk about a tough luck pitcher. I mean, he just hasn't had the support, that, you know, the offensive support, had a couple of bad breaks along the way, but and he's always going against the number one guy that's been pretty good in some of these teams we played. And, and, you know, he could easily have six, seven wins this year.
5: Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, and – um Waiting for our offense, I, you know, I, I think back to when Mike Rucker was starting for us on Thursday night and you just kind of knew that he was going to go out and give you, you know, a really good start and, and it relaxed our offense, so we typically hit well that night. Man, if we can start doing that for Jordan, you're, like you said, I mean, um, he, he's he's earned a lot more wins than he probably has on his, on his record, but... Um, He's he's a he's a great competitor. And
1: you talked uh, offensively, uh, Brent, for a moment, and boy, this team—you uh, know—we've talked about it. We keep thinking they're going to break out of it. Uh, you know, you, you lose a couple of kids like Larson and and Chauncey, who were just stalwart type of leaders on that team. Uh, you know, Larson, sixteen home runs last year, and and it just seems like this year, I've never seen a team where not only have one or two guys maybe you know scuffling a little bit offensively but boy it just seems to have been contagious over these last few weeks
5: yeah i I think it is contagious and 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 the the nice thing i guess the the half half full cup of the glass being half full is that if we can get it rolling it's contagious as well but but right now yeah we're, we're lacking i in my opinion we're lacking a little of that leadership that that bronson larson and and tanner chauncey brought and um they had that really calm and calm demeanor that that they were going to get it done in a big situation, and more often than not they did. And and um, we're just we're still waiting for for some of these guys to to pick that slack up and to to take that mantle of being the leader and and kind of putting the offense on their back and, and getting it rolling. And once they get it rolling, man, it can be a really really good offense. Um, which it's proven in the past. Yeah,
1: yeah, no doubt. We're talking guys that have 40, 50, 60 RBI years in in Division One college baseball, so they've proven themselves. And it's just getting everybody kind of on the same page moving forward. You know, I'm, I, I know as the coaches, you guys have done everything imaginable that you can think of to try to try to get that thing on track. But uh, but now, you know, you you got a seven day off period. And then four games at home, and then a nine, big nine-game road road trip. That's uh, really going to kind of uh, make the difference in this year's uh, in this year's uh, team.
5: Yeah, the the beauty of this whole thing is is obviously we feel like we haven't played our best baseball by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I hope I hope this this next few days gives us uh, a chance to recharge our batteries and clear our minds and and almost use next Tuesday against Utah is is almost an opening day again and the the beauty of the whole thing is that that we're we're one game away one game out of yeah of uh it's amazing. Of, of the WCC yeah. tournament. We're four games out of the WCC championship. Yeah. And so, you know, if we can get on a roll the way that we know that our boys are capable of doing, it can still be an exciting year and a and a great finish and and so as a coaching staff we're we're banging our heads on a wall, trying to figure out how we can, what we can do to help those guys get on that roll, and, and and you know I I think we all believe that 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 we can do that and and that we will.
1: Okay, one last question. Uh, so you got a it's not often you have seven days off in
5: a collegiate baseball season. Does it come in a good time or a bad time in your mind? You know, in my mind it comes in a great time um i think these guys need a break i think they need time to to recharge and um so so i think it comes at a really good time every everybody's going to be fresh for that you know kind of that championship run if we can if we can get it rolling and uh so so it's i think it's perfect timing
1: all right well brett hey we appreciate you coming up uh always great having you with us and uh uh, go get well. I know you're not going to be wrestling. You're 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 going to be recruiting over these next few days in in uh, in the state of Arizona. So good luck with that. I mean, that's really the the nature of collegiate sports. I mean, uh, that's
5: what it's all about. Absolutely. Uh, you're only as good as your players, and we got to go out and find some good players. <laughs> so so I'm going to be out the next few days. Trying to find uh, the next the next future wave of Cougars.
1: All right, well that's great. Hey, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday in Provo. All right. All right. Thanks, Brent. Appreciate you. you, head coach or the assistant coach uh, Brent Herring. Here, as the Cougars lose this one to uh, Arizona by a score of six to one. We'd like to thank uh, Cole Wiesinger back at the station, uh, Tucker Slate for his great commentary, and our next uh, baseball game will be next Tuesday as the Utes come to Provo. Larry Millerfield. With that, we'll say so long. From Tucson, Arizona.